Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on the Dynasty Rewind, we look ahead at some 2024 running backs. Strap in. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. Once again, back in business. Hey, we've been talking about this 2024 class and how good we think it is going to be. So it is time for us to put our money where our mouth is. And that's why we got our Devi team lead here, Nate Christian. Nate, how's it going, man? It's going pretty well. I'm pretty excited to be here. College football is awesome. 2024 NFL draft class looking pretty good. So far. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. And you know who else is excited about it? Bob Van Duzer. Bob, welcome back. Let's talk some running backs. What do you say? I am in. We get to talk about one from my mom's hometown, which is pretty Ooh. cool. Repping not only my college, but some family, uh, some family roots, let's say. Okay, great. I'm looking forward to hearing all about that. And let's kick it off with Ohio State's own Travion Henderson. So you can hate Ohio State all you want, like I do, but they turn out elite NFL and fantasy talent in that matter. So Travion Henderson, 5'10", 212 pounds per PFF. He's currently projected as a second-round pick, which would be about pick 40 or so in the 2024 NFL Draft. Per the NFL Mock Draft Database, consensus big board who would like to start off talk about Travion Henderson I'll start off because Travion Henderson's been someone that we've known about for a while now um you know coming out of high school top top recruit you know the number one running back recruit in his recruiting class went to Ohio State and true freshman year um just absolutely dominated the Big Ten and looked like you know, by far the Debbie running back one, you know, outside of B. John Robinson, the guy that, you know, was the next top running back that, you know, was going to be in a tier of his own. Um, you know, that season he had 1,200 yards, 15 touchdowns, 27 receptions. I mean, just just a main mainstay of the Ohio State offense as a true freshman running back. I loved seeing that. In 2022, you know, he missed some games with injury and, you know, he has such an aggressive runner, you know, 5'10", 210, you know, he's a stocky build and he is more than willing to punish a defender who's in his way. And he has the ability to do it. I mean, he can run through people. He has no problem doing that. He has great contact balance. That's one of his, you know, great strengths. But the problem is if he's lowering his shoulder into defenders all the time, you know, that, that has hurt him in the past as he has struggled to stay healthy after some of those hits. So you know, looking into this year, I wanted to see him be healthy. I wanted to see him maybe, you know, look to avoid contact when he doesn't have to have contact and make the most of what he's got. Um, and, and so far, we're seeing that he's looked pretty good this season so far through a couple of weeks. Uh, Travion Henderson, still one of the top running backs in this draft class. 
I honestly can't decide to pick an RB1 yet. I'm unwilling to commit to an RB1 in this draft class. Bob, is Travion Henderson your RB1? Not quite at this point. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you because I, I see the talent of these top three guys that we're discussing today, and it's it's hard to pick out one at this point. I think hopefully by the end of the season we'll have more, and then once we get you know landing spot situations, so on and so forth. My big concerns with Trayvon Henderson coming into the season was the injuries that piled up over the course of last year, missed a lot of time, mm-hmm. wasn't able to play at full capacity. Coming into this season so far, over 44 attempts, 296 yards, five touchdowns, three, only three receptions on yes. five targets for 45 yards. That's my biggest concern going forward. Did not have a lot in the receiving game last year either. But after a true freshman season where he has 27 receptions and 29 targets, I'm kind of concerned if that's going to pick back up because so far it seems to me like he's on a pretty limited workload. And that could be because we're not into um, conference play yet. So that could be part of the issue that they're just kind of have him on a limited workload till they get to games that matter more quote unquote. But I I hope that we see a bit of a workload increase has not seen much of a full, full workload in college yet. And my main concern for that reason is what that does to his NFL prospects. If he can't handle a workload in college, yeah, You know, that kind of puts a hamper on how much he can do in the NFL, even though most teams are moving to somewhat of a committee backfield anyway, it kind of limits his overall upside. Things I love about him, he's a very speedy player, very elusive, very fast. And the one downside is he does look for contact, almost it seems, where he's just, he wants to dish out punishment, which you love to see to, a, to some respect, but at his size, it's just kind of hey, you know, live to fight another day sometimes. Yeah. You know, you don't have to deal out punishment every single play. But we do have a lot of time to fix these things. We have a whole season ahead of us. We have more competitive, quote-unquote, competitive games to come where hopefully he's used to full capacity. Another thing I love, the home run ability, Travion Henderson. The fir- one of the first things talked about with him is all these long touchdowns he's getting where he just, you know, hits a hole and he's basically gone. He- he's tough to catch. He's, you know, a speedy dude. And as I say, once you're even, you're leaving. He gets even pretty quick. Yeah, Mike, your thoughts on Trevion Henderson? Well, I will say I am excited to see them play against uh, Big Ten opponents. Did have his best game of the year against Notre Dame. And I will say also, um, Ohio State's offense with Kyle McCord, a quarterback, hasn't looked like nope. what we kind of expected or what we've seen from Ohio State in the past. I'm fine with that for the record as a Penn State fan. Um but I like Travion Henderson a lot. I think people are down on him, not rightfully so. Yes, he was hurt last year. Yes, he had a bad year. Still averaged 5.4 yards per carry while being injured, up to 6.7 this year. And his, his freshman year, just absolutely insane. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what it is, 166 carries for 1,165 yards and 15 touchdowns. And, you know, we talk about receiving backs. He did that too, 23 catches, 285 yards. And let me scroll over, scroll over PFF. Come on. Okay. Well, maybe he had a touchdown. I don't know. My computer's not letting me scroll, but he did have one drop. That's all I got for receiving there. So he can do it all. I like it. I like Travion Henderson a lot. I don't know if he's my running back one as of yet. I haven't really ranked these guys yet. I want to watch a little bit more. So let's move on to the next guy. And that's Braylon Allen from Wisconsin, six foot two. 245 pounds, 19 years old per PFF. Bob, you put that on there. Is that right? He's yeah, 19? That is accurate. He's a young one. A young Okay. Boy. All right, great. So he's currently projected as a second-round pick, around pick 48 in the 2024 NFL draft. 
per the NFL mock draft database consensus big board. Bob, is this the who's from your mom's hometown? Yep, yep. from yeah. Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Good old up somewhat north Wisconsin, but love Braylon Allen's talent. Been excited to watch him as a Wisconsin fan. And really, like, we're excited with what's happening, bringing over um, our new coach. I, the name escapes Luke me. Fickle. Luke Fickle. And the Dairy and Raid. And, and the Dairy Air Raid. It was, with, is uh, it Phil. Dairy? It's take your pick. It's whatever you want to call it. It hasn't been anything special yet. <laughs> but Braylon Allen early. is early. Yeah, Braylon Allen is what makes this offense exciting to watch and worth watching more often than not. Very exciting player. Huge player. 245-6-2. And this dude is as athletic as close to the similar athleticism that a Trevion Henderson offers as well, despite his size. Off to a good start this year. The main question coming into the season was his catching ability because he just hadn't put much on paper coming into this year. 18 targets in 2022 and only 12 targets in 21. Already has 17 targets and 16 receptions this year. However, there is little to no effectiveness in this space. It, it seems to me that they're kind of like feeding him the ball and he's shown that he can catch the ball, but has shown little that he can do anything with it after the ball is caught. Um, just some stats per from uh, PFF looking at his a dot negative 3.1 yards uh, per when he catches the ball. So behind the line of scrimmage, he's catching the ball. This is good for last in NCAA, NCAA for any running back with 12 plus targets. That's 35th out of 35 also lasts in yards per reception under these same parameters 35th so he's not doing anything with it he's catching it way behind the line so all of these are these you know just swing out routes yep. where he's just getting the ball in backfield and just not able to do much with it every defense can hone in on braylon allen and basically say if we stop braylon allen we win this game and 100 percent true but even with all of that said they're still not stopping Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen, very exciting running back, very exciting player, very talented runner, isn't just this bruiser back. He has speed to him, has power, all of the greatness. You know, a lot of people are going to try to draw lines, draw lines to Jonathan Taylor. He's not that. But if you want to, if you play Pokemon, look at the first evolution was A.J. Dillon. Then we had Zach Charbonnet. Now we have Braylon Allen right. wrapping it up in that similar threshold. Sure. Braylon Allen, the final evolution of what we want as a running back. Nate, your thoughts, Braylon yeah. Allen. I know you're. He should honestly. It. He should get more uh, Derrick Henry comparisons than he should Jonathan Taylor comparisons. I agree with that. But um, helmet scouting. Helmet scouting. We love it. Braylon Allen. I, I'm. I've always been impressed by the fact that he blew up the Big Ten as an 18 year old, uh, 17, I 17 believe, in his first couple of games, yes. and um, just such an impressive physical figure to have the athleticism um, to take off and, you know, get down the field the way he does while still having the power to shed tackles and work through yeah. contact. Um, Braylon Allen's really impressive. He's a good pass catcher, um, like a decent pass catcher. I don't think he's going to go out there and run like great routes though. He can catch the ball, but he's not going to be like a plus in, in, in that area of the game. He was sharing the backfield with uh, Chez Malusi. Yep. Uh, transfer from Clemson, who was a pretty uh, good older veteran running back. And unfortunately, he tore his fibula. So we're going to get to see the – or not Tina Terry's fibula. Sorry, he broke his <laughs> broke fibula. It. Broke it. Oh, good. I mean, he might – same thing. You I could guess. argue that's a tear. <laughs> it's a tear. 
A tear is definitely a break. I don't know if it breaks a tear. It's, it's separated. That's what it's matters. Like a square and a rectangle, something like that. Um, Braylon Allen. Yeah, just uber athletic. He's got the power. I love what he's going to bring to the table the next level. I just don't know if he's going to have the receiving work. And because no. of that, I can't commit to him being my RB1 either because I don't know if that receiving work is going to really be there at the next level. Because, you know, you talked about that A.J. Dillon, Zach Charbonnet, who's opening up the screen game in in Seattle. He actually is getting all the two-minute touches. Uh, so that is Zach Charbonnet. So maybe Braylon Allen gets used in the same way. But I, I love what I'm seeing. Mike, I'm assuming you like the film as well, right? I do. I love his footwork, too. I yeah. just think his feet are really good. You know, you see sometimes he's um, – these bigger backs, their feet are a little bit slow. Not him. Really good footwork. Yeah. Of course, he's physical. He's got a good second gear, too. Um, some good breakaway speed. So I like what I see with Braylon Allen. And for him to be this good at this young of age, you know, he's not playing in at Lehigh Unbelt. or a group of five school. He's playing in the Big Ten at Wisconsin, running back you. So these things do matter. I know we're not supposed to the helmet scout, but no, but it matters. It like does. Notre Dame, it they does. put out good tight ends. They, I mean, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State. We know there's you know there's wide receivers are going to be good. There, there's yeah. there's something to be said for good coaching. Iowa tight ends, same thing. Yeah, yeah, Iowa tight ends. Although uh, this past game couldn't do anything against Penn State. Well, because right. Luke Lakey got hurt, he was the guy. Yeah, he might be out for the season. Yes, right? I believe. Yeah, he is. Okay, they they during the the game cast they said might be out for the season. So who knows? They should know. But uh, what we are going to do? What you know? Is we are going to pause and take a moment to hear from our sponsors. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. All right, welcome back, everybody. Let's get back into it. I'll tell you what, if you like running backs with size, so far this draft class is for you. Raheem Rocket Sanders from Arkansas, six foot two, 242 pounds, 21 years old per PFF. He's currently projected as a second round pick, which would be about 57, pick 57, forgive me, in the 2024 NFL draft per the NFL mock draft database consensus big board. He hasn't played since week one though. Nate, does that change your opinion 
when Rocket Sanders, do people still call him that? Right? Yeah, they can still call him Rocket. Oh, yeah. And it's not going to stop anytime soon because, you know, even though he's 6'2", 242, he moves so fast. Um, the burst on this guy, I mean, it looks like an Olympic sprinter out there sometimes. Elite. Um, when he gets, you know, past the line of scrimmage in that second level, there's it's few people out there going to stop him once he gets moving full speed. Um, and, and Raheem Sanders, I really think, has the best potential to be the RB1 in this class. Um, and it's really unfortunate that he's not playing for the beginning of the season right now. But it's just a um, – it's not a long-term injury. It's not a season-ending injury or anything like that. He should be back soon. Um, so we'll get to see him in conference play and the build-up to bowl season. But Sanders has that ability as a runner, the athletic ability, the vision to go with receiving ability, to go with the ability mm-hmm. to create yards after the catch, to create yards on his own. And he has a bit – he is a bit smoother, I think, than Braylon Allen. Um, you know, just as a runner um, with his change of speed and change of direction. So really he brings everything to the table and we've seen it for two years in Arkansas. If he was playing anywhere, but Arkansas, he would probably already be the consensus RB one, but there is some really good competition from Travion Henderson and Braylon Allen. Um, So as soon as rocket Sanders gets back on the field, I think we're going to see that, you know, he definitely is right there with the other two making that push for the RB one for this draft class. I will say this, though, watching some stuff on Rocket Sanders, one thing that impressed me was, I mean, obviously I like him. K.J. Jefferson, the quarterback for Arkansas, Mm -hmm. has a cannon of an arm. Everyone's going to want to talk about Joe Milton from Tennessee. I will take K.J. Jefferson 10 times out of 10 over Joe Milton. You know, we're talking – all those people that were like, Trey Lance is so athletically gifted, but he's so raw, that's Joe Milton times 10 just saying and older uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Older and uh, he lose his job for i think a year or two to hendon hooker as well so that's something to think about i'll show you the transfer to tennessee he came from uh florida i believe michigan. i thought it was michigan michigan, michigan. michigan yeah. you're correct yes michigan. um bob do you want to chime in on rocket sanders Raheem? i'd love to i'd love to 100 percent agree nate that this guy does kind of bring everything together between size, the elite athleticism, it you are absolutely right in saying he's a lot smoother than Braylon Allen. He almost glides when yeah. he has the ball in his hands, and he runs so smooth, has insane, silly change of direction, and the great vision to pile on top of it. So many runs where he's running into something that's just boxed off, blocked off, and he just, without missing a beat or losing any speed, just turns, goes the other way, follows his blockers another way, and finds his way out of trouble. Uh, can get small to find the holes, which is great as a big runner seems to fit through the smallest of holes in tight situations. And the big thing I noted too, hard to get hands on, harder to keep, keep hands on to tackle this guy, hard to bring down, hard to get a hold of strong runner puts everything together. Like you said, has a receiving pedigree over his, from his first season to his second. I'm assuming that follows suit, but he needs to get back because I think this this RB1's wide open. If he can put together another season like he has, even if you know Braylon Allen has 50 receptions like he's on pace for at this point, we know that those are kind of gimmicky receptions. They're not real receptions, you know. They're they're all these backfield swings and whatnot. Whereas Sanders is getting attempts closer to the line of scrimmage and even down the field some. So Get some Raheem Sanders. I think if he gets back into it, he could be easily looking at being the running back one next year, being that he does bring everything together. And 
as long as he's healthy, has the least kind of question marks going forward. And that's that's what it comes down to with RB1 in this class so far. Yeah, and it's not like he's dealt with injury before. It's just an unfortunate right, exactly. timing. He's just missing the beginning of the season. Yeah. You know, if Raheem Sanders goes out there and just does what he, he's always done in college, exactly. no one's going to remember that he missed the first four games of the season. Right. And, you know, like, like they say on Wedding Crashers, big tree falls hard. I mean, Raheem Sanders, huge dude. Yeah. The balance. This guy could take yeah. shot after shot. He just stays upright. You know, good, thick, lower half. I am going to regret saying that. Um, the, the speed, the size. His lateral ag- agility, I think, is underrated, too. He's not a big sure. make-you-miss guy. Like, he's not going to do a lot of jukes or spin moves or something like that. But his cuts are just smooth enough yeah. where I feel like the defenders are just like, what just happened with a man this large moving sure. like that? It's not fair. And also in the receiving game, I did see him run more than just screens as well. Mm-hmm. I did see him go downfield and run some legitimate routes. So I think he's definitely making that push to be the running back one. And this is why size matters, guys and gals, I guess, because guy this big, good agility, good balance. You love to see it. So let's move on to our last segment here. Let's just have a small discussion. So what does the rest of this running back class look like? Do you think there's anyone that can assert themselves into the top grouping? So we got guys like Trey Benson, Blake Corm, Will Shipley. I just want to throw another couple names out there. We've yeah. been talking about George Halani for a couple of years. Let's not forget about Mayan Williams. In Arizona mm-hmm. State transfer, Chip DeMonte Trainum. Nate, they can't keep him off the field at they Ohio can't. State. They can't. He told me I was foolish, but he was supposed to be playing linebacker at Ohio State. That just shows ultimate athlete, my friend. Oh, Carson Steele. I don't know if he's going to stay or go from UCLA, but the fact of the matter is Nate likes guys that transferred up. He transferred up. He's playing well. So I still think he should probably stay for another year at UCLA. Get two years in the pack, whatever the heck it's going to be next year. <laughs> um, uh, Nate, let's start with you on this one. You got any thoughts here? Yeah. Um, you know, a couple guys we have written here, Trey Benson. Um, I'm going to let, let you guys talk about Trey Benson a bit more than myself and Blake Corum. Um, Will Shipley, those three guys, I know you guys are familiar with them, um, and we're going to talk about them. But one guy I want to mention um, right off the rip is Aldrich Estime for Notre Dame. Um, someone who I've been excited about since recruiting, you know, playing those CDC leagues. You get to you get to know some of these guys pretty early on. And, you know, at Notre Dame, you know, Kyron Williams was there. Uh, Logan Diggs was there. Um, Chris Tyree. Um, these are some all kind of running backs in the same mold. You know, these these quick, quick running backs who, you know, they're going to they're going to make people miss and, and get you some fun yards. Right. Well, Audrey Kasteem, um Estime, honestly, I don't know how to pronounce it. We're not really good at this, I guess. I, but, think uh, it, I think you were right with estimate. It's a running back thing. <laughs> estimate. Yeah, it's a running back thing. I'm fine with yeah. wide receivers and tight ends. I can say Shoemaker all day if I want. <laughs> but, uh, you Isn't know, estimate. Shoon. <laughs> that That's how I say it. I was told I was wrong. Because of your but I'm from Pennsylvania. Yeah, Don't listen yeah. to me. All right. Well, 5'11, 227. This guy's a tank. You know, Tank Bigsby's tank. But this is, and, and Nathaniel Dell's tank, apparently, too. But this guy should actually be tank. Um, you know, he's out there carrying people through the second level, um, really showed off um, this power last year when he ran for 920 yards, 5.9 yards per carry and 11 touchdowns for Notre Dame. And this year off to a super, super strong start. OK, for Notre Dame, 
591 yards so far. Okay. He's only played five games, 591 yards, sharing the backfield, 7.7 yards per carry for a power back and five touchdowns. Um, he's getting used in the receive game, receiving game, five receptions so far, um, you know, on pace to have a career high there. He's a guy that I'm excited to talk about. I don't think he's going to make it into day two, but one of my favorite early sleeper picks for day three and some of that we're going to be talking about, you know, this offseason. So I definitely want to make sure we talk about him. Bob, let's kick it over to you. Yeah, I think looking at the rest of this running back class, I don't personally believe that anybody else can get into this top three grouping with Sanders, with uh, Allen and Henderson. It's going to be a big muckaluck down here at the bottom or in this next grouping. Uh, Trey Benson is a guy that I've heard a lot of people like, um, was told to go watch him in the comments once we started diving into this class and he wasn't in our first first round mock draft. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, still isn't in any of our first round mock drafts. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't believe in the talent, just don't see it. Um, decent Mike enough production. I, I think Mike and Chev are both. Yeah, pretty we're split here because Bob and I are not. Not well, as I mean, yeah. I'm not. He's probably not. I like him. I don't think he's going to be a guy that I'm going to be advocating for. Like he is not my Ben Urasek. Let's put it that way. All right. I liked <laughs> what I saw. He's got. He runs hard through contact, but you know, I'll say. And then I have like kind of a sleeper. I just want to say real quick: Blake Corum, Trey Benson, Will Shipley. I don't think these are starters in the NFL. I think they're depth pieces on their team. They're the one B for whatever team they sure, go to. Right. Maybe you yeah. can make the case for Blake Corum. They're, they all run hard. Uh, Will Shipley's a little too small for me, but a really good receiver. Good receiver. Um, but, Bob, yeah. go ahead. Finish up what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Blake Blake Corum is an interesting one because as much as I like Donovan Edwards coming into the season before we saw any game action – I was, you know, interested to see how much Edwards would get work in his other his backfield mate uh, to Blake Corum, and it's still just been the Blake Corum show. Donovan Edwards gets some work in the receiving game, but it's still the Blake Corum running back show. And honestly, I think he's a guy, despite his size, depending on where he goes, what he does at the combine, and all of these, you know, things leading up. I think he's a guy that, as much as I didn't have a ton of faith in him, I just didn't. I see good things as a runner, but I just don't see that you know, elite threshold that people want to put on him or have tried putting on him. I think he can be a great player, but I think more than likely he's a compliment in a, in a backfield. And, you know, when, when you're in a compliment in the backfield, it really depends on the scheme you end up in versus you know, overall talent and so on and so forth. Because if you're just in a garbage scheme, you know, even if you have great talent, like players, you know, not at the running back position, but Kyle Pitts is a great example of a player with a boatload of talent but just is not being utilized to the most of his uh, talent and ability. Will Shipley, a guy I like too. And another guy that I'm a sucker for production at the end mm-hmm. of the day, when it comes to college um, analysis, Will Shipley has a ton of it. Don't believe in him as much at the next level outside of his receiving work, because I just don't see it as a pure runner. And I think he's doing well playing against college teams. I think he'll struggle against NFL teams. Just don't think he's as polished as a runner as, as he is as a receiver. Again, we'll see what happens. Mike, I think you had more you wanted to dive into. I will say I think Will Shipley is a guy that will come into any camp and win over the coaching staff because he plays hard, gutsy scrappy. He'll get a role. Yeah, exactly. But I don't I don't think I think if your team, your NFL team drafts Will Shipley, 
you're going to be happier about more happy about that than your fantasy team drafting Will Shipley. Sure. That is not a knock on Will Shipley. It's okay to be a good NFL player and not a good fantasy player. Oh no, he's he's going to get receiving work. He might be fantasy relevant. I think he. he be, I think he's going to be a guy who's worth keep in mind. He could also for be sure. Houston Texans Devin Singletary relevant too, for all we know. Um, uh, better than that. But there's two guys I want to just bring to people's attention. One is Minnesota Golden Gophers running back Sean Tyler. Sean Tyler, a little bit smaller, but he did spend four years at Western Michigan where he ran for almost 3,000 yards, and then he is at Minnesota this year, so he did level up. Could be like a late-run sleeper guy. And then Kansas running back Devin Neal. Yeah, that's right. I was going to bring him up too. We we had to make sure we got him in this segment. 5'11", 208. And the last two years, he's averaging over six yards per carry. I feel like a guy like this is going to be in the conversation in about two or three months. Yep. Kansas kind of overlooked in the college football mm-hmm. uh, realm as of right now. But He's those, just, Yeah, some guys I just want to bring to people's attention because, hey, scouting is happening. We're starting early here at the Dynasty Rewind. Yep. Not like Nate Christian or Bob Van Duzer ever stop. That's it for us, guys. Thank you. And gals, if there's any out there listening, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DynastyRewind. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So again, underdog.com. Use the promo code Rewind. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.